Lizandie Woest, goeiemorgen en het goed. Morgen Dani, goed en jy. Goed dankie, kan ek laan, is lekker om jou weer terug in die atelier te heen. Volgens een gesprek gaan oor wetelike vereistes van een hevelik in die Las Vegas trouwe wat ons gaan doen. That what happens if we get married abroad. So, kom ons kop om af. Eerstens, ek denk die groot, die groot fundament wat ons moet mee begin is, hoekom is dit belangrijk om te weet, wat is wetelik ver, wetelike vereiste van een geldige hevelik? Dani, ek het gedink om vandag oor hierdie um, onderwerp te praat, omdat ek in die laaste tyd nogal veel, veel paarkies gehad het, wat vir my vraag gevraad oor die ceremonie, van, en wat, wat as die wetelike ceremonie vereist is, en die hevelik beskou word, en waar hulle mag trouw, uh, wie die hevelik mag sluit, enzovoorts, enzovoorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so eerstens, net om te noem, ek dink baie mense, wanneer hulle verloof raak, of wanneer hulle op trouw staan, dink hulle automatisch aan die perfecte prank, hulle dink aan die herinneringe, die familie en die vriende wat by mekaar kom, foto's, die beplanning en die lekker tyd achter dit. Ja. Maar min paarkies dink, staan stil en gaan dink rechtig, wat is die wetelike vereises van een geldige hevelik en hoe die ceremonie voltrek behoort te word. En in die lang termijn mag dit problematisch dan raak, as die mens nie bewus is van hierdie vereises nie. Ek dink is ook baie belangrijk, ja. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I had an article a few weeks ago where a woman married someone um, but it wasn't a legal ceremony, it was more of a religious uh, mm-hmm. ceremony and then he ended up moving back to his own country and marrying someone else <laughs> So, and he could because he wasn't legally married, so um, <laughs> on that um, what are the legal requirements for entering into a marriage? Lisha, that's quite interesting and I think first of all, everyone should know that there are three different types of marriages in South Africa in terms of our South African legislation okay. so the first marriage type of marriage is a civil marriage, that mm-hmm. is the most common marriage and is governed by the the marriages act um, and that is um, normally a marriage between a man and a woman Then we have civil unions, uh, mm-hmm. which is governed by the Civil Union Act, and this act came into operation in 2006. And the main goal behind the Civil Union Act was to legalize marriages between couples of the same sex, although heterosexual couples can also be married in terms of the Civil Union Act and register a civil union instead of a marriage. There's no real difference between a civil union and a marriage and that's a topic that I thought of discussing in a follow-up program so I'm mm-hmm. not going to get <laughs> into that too much today okay. and then you have your traditional marriages or what we call customary mar- marriages uh, that those marriages are governed by the customary marriages act and those marriages include um, traditional marriages in terms of cultural tra- traditions in the African tra- um, indigenous law in South mm. Africa Um, So although there are small differences in the legal formalities of these three types of marriages, the main formalities remain the same and the main requirements remain the same. And those requirements for the marriage to be regarded as a valid marriage in South Africa include um, consent. So both parties to the marriage have to obviously consent to get married. If one of the persons are not consenting to the marriage, they cannot be a valid marriage. The second thing is both parties to a marriage has to be um, 18 years or older. And if one or both of them are under the age of 18, they have to be assisted by a parent or a guardian and they have to be 
um, or have, they have to obtain the consent of their parents or legal guardian or then the Minister of Child Welfare. Sure. Should the parents or the guardian um, refuse to give consent to the marriage, uh, parties can apply to the High Court uh, for consent to enter into the marriage, mm -hmm. and then it might also be required for the Minister of Home Affairs to consent to the marriage. Right. A marriage has to be solemnized by a registered um, marriage officer, and it has to be conducted in the presence of at least two witnesses. Mm -hmm. And then obviously both parties to the marriage themselves personally have to be present at the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah. can't send someone to represent you at your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. there are small things, obviously, like if you were previously married, for example, mm -hmm. um, you must be in possession of a valid final decree of divorce in the case that there was a divorce. Mm -hmm. Or if your former spouse passed away, you need to be able to pr provide a copy of the death certificate okay. and then the last thing the marriage has to be accepted as a legal marriage in terms of the provisions of either the marriages act the civil union act or the customary marriages act that is better interesting I must be honest with you I am not going to do that Lucia you will do that and I learned for a moment that I learned something that is so evil and the wetlijke aspect behind it or the vereistes behind now come us to move a bit more from the church of naar die ceremonie toe. So, wat is die wetelike vereiste rondom een ceremonie self? Eerst waar en dier wie mag die ceremonie uitgevoer word? Ok, Dani, hier is eindelijk die vraag, hoekom ek gedink het om er hierdie onderwerp te praat vandag. So, eerstens dier wie, ek het nou net genoem dat een van die vereistes is dat die hevelik voltrek moet word dier mm -hmm. gemachtigde heveliksbevestiger of a marriage officer. Nou, daar is sekere beamtes in, in ons land wat automatisch gemachtig is om as heveliksbevestiger op te tree en dit sluit in land Landrosselvrachters of in Engels dan Justices of Peace. Okay. En dan sluit heveliksbevestigers ook in bijvoorbeeld predikante, pastore, dominees of enige persoon wat dier die minister van Binnenlandse Sake gemachtig is en geregistreer is om as heveliksbevestiger op te tree. So paarkies wat op trouw staan um, kan ook op die webblad van uh, Binnenlandse Sake gaan kyk. Daar mm -hmm. is een lys van persoene wat geregistreer is en wie gemachtig is om op te tree as heveliksbevestiger. Oh, okay. Ja. Okay. Um, die waar, dit is ja. eindelijk die interessante Mag vraag. Mag ek in die wou trouw? So ek het onlangs een paar keer gehad wat vir my gevraad, hulle trouw in augustus mm -hmm. en die hevelik gaan voltrek word onder een boom um, by a lodge, um, met ja. ander woorde en dit word nou nie gedoen binnen een gebouw nie en daar is nie dere wat oop is nie en dit is nie mm -hmm. onder een dak nie en dit is nogal baie van die vraag wat ons kryf. Ja, seker, ja. En die oudheid het mense gegloe dat vir een wettig hevelik moet dit in een gebouw wees onder een dak met oop dere. Ja. Ja. En die, die rede daarvoor is, as jy gaan kyk na ons hewelikswet, die hewelikswet bepaal dat die hewelik voltrek moet word in een kerk mm -hmm. of in een gebouw wat vir godsdienste gedoeleindes gebruik word. En dan die Civil Union Act bepaal dat die hewelik voltrek moet word binnen een publieke kantoor of een privaat woning of dan op die perseel van hierdie twee types um, okay. gebouwen. Um, nou dit skep juist die bekommernis omdat die wet sê in een kerk ah, okay. of in een privaat woning. Nou dit is voorheen al dier die hof aangesprek en die hof het bevind dat um, paarkies wat trouw nie na hierdie wetgeving moet kyk dat die bedoeling van die wetgever was om dit so letterlik te interpreteer nie. Okay. Um, maar dat het eindelik beteken wat die bedoeling achter dit was is dat die hevelik nie in die geheim voltrek moet word nie. Mm. En dit is die idee achter oopdere. So die idee achter oopdere 
uiteindelijk net die huwelik moet nie geheim gehou word nie, enige huwelik wat geheim gehou word vir die publiek, kan nie beskou word as een geldig of een wettigelike huwelik nie. Oké, okay, so ek um, kan nog steeds op die strand trouw, ja, dis doodrecht, so, daar moet nou net allemaal moet weet. Vir so lang is wat jou huwelik en al die vereistes voldoen, wat ek hmm. vroeger genoem het, um, kan dit gesluit word in die open lig, of onder een boom, soos ek nou vroeger genoem het, en sal dit nog steeds beskou word as een geweldige huwelik. Sure, very, very interesting. You know what, Lizandia, as you're talking now, I'm also just taking in the notes, you know, for the single girls, if your boyfriend says, don't tell anyone we're in a relationship, you know, that's not a good sign, because marriages mustn't be hidden, and you mustn't be a hidden girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, my friend Donnie here is going to go overseas for a little bit, and I said to him, Donnie, what if you fall in Listen love? Listen to Lucia now. Yeah, this morning what if, she... What if you fall in love, Donnie, and you just get married overseas, and here you are talking about people getting married overseas <laughs> what happens you know if Donnie falls in love and he gets married on his trip how does this work <laughs> get an illusion okay, well Donnie I think this answer is for you okay. should that, should that I'm happen I'm taking notes now okay <laughs> Okay, so obviously it has become more popular these days for couples to get, get married abroad. And mm-hmm. then the question does arise, um, is the marriage valid in South Africa? So the, the long and the short of it, yes, your marriage is valid in South Africa mm-hmm. if you follow the following steps. So make sure if you get married abroad that if you... Um, Depart and you get there, there will be the officials for that foreign country um, that will obviously help you and solemnize the wedding and the wedding ceremony, etc. They will also require from you to produce uh, the documents that we've discussed earlier. So, obviously, a valid passport, mm-hmm. um, form of identification, mm-hmm. should you have been married previously, um, either a decree of divorce or a death certificate for a former uh, deceased spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, then, what happens? is if the marriage ceremony happens abroad, uh, that foreign country will issue you with a marriage certificate um, in that country. Mm-hmm. And that document that's issued in the foreign country will then have to be notarized by the officials of that country. And they will issue um, you with a apostille. We've discussed this in a previous yes. program. Mm-hmm. And an apostille is then attached to that marriage certificate to authenticate the, valid, val, um, the legal validity of the document. Yeah which is then handed in at Home Affairs upon your return in South Africa. Home Affairs here will then register your marriage and uh, the marriage um, will be regarded as a valid marriage and Home Affairs will issue you with a South African uh, marriage certificate. Okay. But the main important thing to know in this regard is to actually go to Home Affairs and register your marriage should you get married abroad. Otherwise, the marriage will not be regarded as valid. So if you change your mind on the flight home, Donnie, (laughs) you just lose that uh, <laughs> 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 ek wou sê, jylle moet so lang jylle datums oophou, <laughs> jylle word al genooi vir impulsieve trouwe wat op pad is, Lizanne dit is baie baie interessant en baie baie dankie dat jy vir ons vir oogend so bykie kom uitbreid het oor die uh, wetelike vereistes mm. van een geldige huwelik, ek denk is so belangrijk dat ons weet voordat ons rechtig in het ingaan en, en het vat ook baie van die um, onnodige stress wat yes. daarmee saamgaan, waar spanning, want dit wat jy net nie weet nie, die onbekende wat jy nie weet nie, um, haal dit net af Definitief Dani, en ek dink mm-hmm. um, net die laaste uh, aanmerking op dit, as daar persoene is wat oorweeg om in die buitenland te trouw, is dit betekker een goeie idee om miskien te oorweeg om die willik formeel te, te sluit in Suid-Afrika voordat jy vertrek in die buitenland en dalk net die ceremonie in die buitenland te hou, want dan sal jy nie met mm-hmm. al die 
administratieve probleme sit of um, later sikkel om die dokumente van, van die buitenland af te kry om by, by ons binnenlandse sake in te dienen. So daar is baie paarkies wat, wat, wat reeds hier so trouw bijvoorbeeld mm-hmm. in een landroskantoor en dan mm-hmm. slechts die huwelijksceremonie in die buitenland doen. Daar is jou wenk. Doen so. As jy bykie meer wil uitvind of dat so wil maak, jy kan vir Lizandie hulle kontak. Uh, dit is Hannes Pretorius Bok en Brian Procureers hier in Somerset West. Lizandie, lieflike dag verder. Salte dankie. Goed gaan.